Hi, my name is Nathan Heald. Welcome to my segment of the podcast for our Methods of Coaching project. I have a lot of cool information that I'd like to share about Atlas Coaching. Today, I'm going to talk about some recent events in sporting history where Atlas Coaching has happened. I'm also going to talk about a national coaching standard that has to do with this coaching issue. And also, maybe if you're like me, you want to be a coach someday. And if that's the case, I'm also going to share some practical strategies that coaches might use to prevent this coaching issue in the future. Today, we're going to talk the facts about Ableist coaching. So before I get started, I'd like to introduce myself so you as a listener know where I'm coming from. I'm a third-year student-athlete at a Division II university. I study kinesiology, and I've been playing the sport of baseball my entire life, and I've had many coaches at the high school, travel ball, and collegiate level. My talking points are based on my research of Ableist coaching and my personal experiences as someone who's dealt with this type of coach and coincidentally a sports injury. Now that I've shared a little bit about myself, uh, I'm going to share with you what I've got on Ableist coaching. First things first, let's define this thing. Ableist coaching, for someone who might not know what it is, or if you've just tuned into this podcast, is when someone uh, who's a coach abandons their injured athletes or ignores them once they're hurt. Ableist coaching is an issue that can arise where players who are sidelined due to injury are forgotten and not looked after as if they are an important member of the team. Ableist coaching is basically when coaches leave injured players to fend for themselves since they can no longer help the team. This is common on a large team or at high levels of sports where they have cuts and the pursuit of victory can cause injured athletes to be forgotten about and neglected. For example, a player goes down with an arm injury and is sidelined for weeks of rehab. An ablis coach is one who fails to check up on this athlete and leans toward the players that are able to throw. An ablis coach's behavior changes when an athlete is healthy versus when an athlete is injured. The coach might be concerned about the athlete's health, but only until they can play or not play, or whenever that decision is made. When we talk about this coaching issue, we always talk about athletic injury. And most of the time, this is an athletic injury that has a a big recovery time. For example, a player goes down with an ACL. Boom, that's nine months recovery time. The player just missed their season, but likely wants to keep playing the sport. These are the type of players that are neglected and are are ignored by ablest coaches. Now that we kind of know what ablest coaching is, we can see how it fits into the real world. It's an important topic to consider as a coach because it can have lasting effects on the recovery process and the future careers of athletes. For example, back in 2019, a football player named Cam Newton was released by the Carolina Panthers football team. He and a teammate came out and said that the coaching staff and training staff had mishandled their injuries, which influenced their early release from the team. This essentially is essentially ablest coaching because the coaching staff could have been more mindful and preventative of the quarterback's injuries. Instead, they released him and they didn't because they didn't think he could throw the ball very well anymore. Now, it got to that point because of his injuries. Now, uh, a better coach might have been more mindful of his injuries preceding this or preventative so that they don't and they didn't have to make that his his health his responsibility. In overall, Cam Newton's health was made his responsibility, and he was released because he couldn't stay healthy. Um, where 
the player's health should have been more the responsibility of the coaching staff than, than him, since he is their player. I chose this example because it shows how injury neglect and ableist coaching can be in all levels of sports. All right, well, moving on. Today we're going to talk about a national coaching standard as well, and uh, we're also going to talk about how ableist coaching um, violates this coaching standard and violates this national guideline for coaches everywhere. So I have chosen national coaching standard number four, and standard number four says that as a coach, you should align the program, your coaching program, or your team with all the rules and regulations and needs of the community and the individual athletes. Ableist coaching violates this standard because ignoring an athlete who's injured is not in line with the best needs of the individual athletes, as the standard mentions. A good coach would have created a strong coach-athlete relationship and assured the, the injured athletes that they're going to be okay and that the recovery process is helping the team in the long run. The best thing a coach can do for an injured athlete is make them feel like part of the team. I am currently an athlete and someday I want to be a coach. And maybe some of the listeners feel the same. If you're going to be a coach someday, you might want to know how to avoid alienating your hurt players. Well, I did some research and here's a couple ways you can help them. First thing I found was very closely aligned with the national standard I mentioned in the previous section. The first strategy is to create a program for your athlete. Now, medical rehab and medical should always be left to professionals. But that does not mean you can't create a plan with your player, with your injured player, where you set goals, check on, your pro- check on their progress, communicate clearly, educate them on the, re- on the process of rehab, and support them throughout the entire injury. This is related to the coaching standard I mentioned because it considers individual needs, and those are most important when you're a coach. Another thing to consider, or that might be a practical strategy to avoid ableist coaching, is to strengthen the coach-athlete relationship. You can do this by changing the way you speak to your players. For example, ask them how they feel. Empathize with their feelings. Ask them how you can help in their recovery. And remind them to focus on positives. One thing you can also do is acknowledge the fact that their emotions are normal and likely related to their injury. Changing your talk towards your players is also aligned with the coaching standard because coaching is a social situation and it's your job to help your players get to the next level, get past injuries, and help them learn. If you do these things as a coach, you will not be an ableist coach and you will be on your way to helping your players grow. Thanks for listening to my section of the podcast.